Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. What a privilege and an honor it is to us to be with you today. And I want to talk to you today about guarding your heart. You know, so many times we lose heart. We're going after something, we get a focus on something, we get our, our mindset on something, and the only time you ever lose is when you lose focus. If you lose focus, you're never going to have what you're believing for. So I want to read Galatians chapter 6, verse 8 through 10. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are the household of faith. In other words, he said, Sometimes you get tired of doing good all the time. But in due season, you'll reap if you don't lose heart. Now, it says here, you'll lose heart. So you got to realize that you can't lose heart. You can't lose heart with what's going on in this inside of you. And then in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, he said, Then he spoke a parable to them, that man ought to always to pray and not to lose heart. So we have an opportunity to lose heart, guys. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4 and 1. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. So we see here again, he's talking about not losing heart. I want to go to 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore, do not lose heart, even though our outer man is perishing, yet the inner man is being renewed day by day. For a light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceedingly eternal weight of glory, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. In other words, they are subject to change. But the things that are not seen, they are eternal. And one of my favorite scriptures in John 14 and 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. So we see here, we have an opportunity to lose heart. We have an opportunity to quit. We have an opportunity to, to get in a difficult situation, and then we just turn coward and cave in. But the Bible says in John 14 and 1, it's our responsibility not to lose heart. You can't lose heart. I read you five scriptures where it says you can't lose heart heart. Because as you're going through struggles and trials and battles in life, you got to keep your focus. you got to keep your eye on the prize. Because if you look at the obstacles, you look at the circumstance, you look at the trials, you look at the things that you're going through in your life, you're going to miss the revelation of what God's trying to do in you. Now in John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now what does it mean? When fear begins to grip your heart, when trials and tribulations and stress and all these things start to coming at you and you can't understand what's going on and you can't understand why it's going on and you can't understand what's going on in your life, you got to rely and trust in Jesus. Now, wait a minute. You cannot trust in somebody you don't know. It's kind of like my wife, Anita. You know, we've been together almost 39, almost 40 years, 30, 38 years we've been married, but we seven years before that. So we've been together 45 years. There's things about her I know now that you don't know. There's things about her that she knows about me that you don't know. 
And the reason why is because we've spent time together. Now, do I trust her fully? Sure I do. Because I've been around her for 40-something years, and I know how she's going to do, what she's going to do, what she, how she's going to act. I know when to leave her alone. I know when to talk, and I know when to be quiet. I've learned that over the years. But there's something, therefore, that we must understand. Because it says in James chapter 5, verse 7, 8, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. You also will be you also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. What's he saying? He's saying you've got to establish your heart. Establish your heart in the things of God so that when trials and stuff come and situations come, you've got to be still. And you've got to understand that you're not fighting from a place of trying to win a victory. You're starting from a place of victory. And as you begin to get that revelation, as you begin to get that anointing and that, that, that spirit that's going on in your life, you begin to see what God's doing and how God's doing it in your life. You've got to trust in that finished work of what God's done in your life. And you've got to be willing to say, you know what? I'm going to stand regardless of what I'm feeling, regardless of what's going on in my mind, regardless of what's going on in my life. I've got to know that, G that Jesus has qualified me and that I'm absolutely perfect with Him and I cannot allow my heart to sway or go in a different direction your heart's always going to go in the direction if you're not careful of your mind. Your mind is going to take you in a direction. If you, if you continue to give in to that mind and give in to your feelings, you're going to fall into temptation. And you know what? You're going to lose heart. And you're going to throw up your hands and say, you know what? I just can't do this. And it was never intended for you to do it anyway. It was intended for Him to do it through you. That's the beauty of grace.